The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. Yolo! forward what are your goals hey a piece of crap another oh my goodness that's ricochet ricochet's been victimized by shinsuke for weeks now oh my god wwe official adam pierce gonna have his hands full tonight there's brawls breaking out everywhere My goodness, Ricochet, who is headed to the ring for this triple threat match, was attacked there by Shinsuke Nakamura. Ricochet went after Nakamura earlier tonight, and now the fight's on again. And Nakamura, oh, and a knee right to the jaw of Ricochet. Well, if this is your moment, does that mean we're going to see DIY together as a team here on Raw?
stop her authority. And now Raquel, who's sick and tired of having her matches interrupted, now taking out Rhea Ripley. Close line, now Rhea. Oh, what a headbutt. And now the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler, the woman who sent Ronda Rousey packing from WWE. I want you as close to 100% as possible. I was thinking, I don't know, maybe Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins for the world title with Crown Jewel. Wait. Wait, wait a minute, wait. So, so you're not out here to jump me? Nope. And, and, and you actually, you want me at 100%. Bingo. Look, I, I'm not used to uh, my challengers conducting businesses in this way, so I'm, I'm a little, um, I'm not really sure how to respond here. Do you, do, you mind, um, do you mind if I get some help? Please. Omaha. I got a question for you. How does this sound? Crown Jewel, World Heavyweight Title on the line. Drew McIntyre versus Seth freaking Rollins. Well, my friend, we got ourselves one more reason to party, because you got yourself a match. <laughs> Made a blowing out his knee when he came off the top rope. Gable into chaos theory for the win. Bronson Reed, though, breaks things up. Dumping Ricochet on Gable. Look out! Running Centon! Oh, this is just picturesque destruction. Wait for it, Cole. So This big and this agile, gravity is a dangerous weapon. 300 pounds! Moonsault to Kingston! Ivar wins Viking rules! The problem with Becky Lynch, she doesn't stay down long no matter how much she's hurting. It's a high-risk opportunity now for the number one contender for the NXT women's title. Tegan from the second row, Becky ducks underneath. Becky Lynch now. Tegan from behind. Pinning combination yet again. Becky kicks out and now Becky looking for the disarmor. Once again blocked. Shoulders are down, Becky again. Now has it locked in. Now the disarmor's locked in. On Tegan up, who taps out. Here is your winner by submission, and still, the NXT Women's Champion, Becky Lynch!
Rollins completely defenseless. Now what is... Here comes Dirty Dom and... Oh, oh my God, oh. Dirty Dom's got the, the contract money in the bank and an official. I think Priest wants to cash in tonight. I'm here to cash in. I'm here to help my brother. Oh, Glasgow kiss.
welcome to the PWC Machismo Conflict 2 for 1 special. I am your host Jimmy T and my co-host, well apparently he's got two words for you, and it, well, well actually two words for Tony Khan, not for everybody else. Chris Willen, welcome back to the PWC man and what's happening man? How's it going? Two words? Stuck out, Tony! <laughs> 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 um, I wanted to say happy birthday mate. Oh yeah, I forgot about my birthday. God damn it, bro. Well, happy I didn't. Goddamn, how's that going? Cool? <laughs> Thanks, that cool? man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, bro. I hate birthdays now, man. Now that I'm getting older, it sucks, bro. For sure, for sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. I can't believe I'm in my 40s, dude. 41. I'm just 41. happy I'm here, bro. Yeah, 41, one, damn, one. catching up to me, man. You're creeping up to 45, 45, got you a little man. bit, by a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, by a little bit. So, are, oh, are, you a, are you a James or are you a Jimmy? Nah, 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 I'm not a James, bro. I'm a Jimmy, You know bro. James? You guys don't... Technically, technically, I've got like a Greek out name as well. Like oh, okay. Demetrius, Sweet. bro. Oh, nice. But, um, yeah, Jimmy, technically. Jimmy, that's how you do it in Australia, huh? You don't, you don't play games with them James, huh? <laughs> nah, bro, no James here, dude. No James. Even though it's the same shit, it's the same shit. But James are imposters, dude. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Hey, you want to be some damn Christopher's, man? Oh, an ambassador. Shit, shit. Well, speaking of Tony Khan, though, dude. I mean, have you know, have you seen his meltdown all over Twitter, dude? He, it's like he's pulling a Donald Trump on the shitter at three in the morning. Oh my God, I can't believe WWE is not Yeah! It's like old lady, bro. He used his mum as an excuse for hating WWE, bro. Yeah, this guy is just a sorry, sad sack of, I don't know, man. He, he might have to have been shoved into so many lockers as a kid that he just told you know, <laughs> <laughs> the only people who listen to me are my favorite. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell, TK, but I just want to give a shout out to the lab rat. Yo, yo, lab one, rat. Crab cat. Crab <laughs> cat in the house. The number one crab cat, bro. <laughs> and he also says, help, they are testing Tony's tweets on me. Oh, good God. Saving, bro. Oh, man, I feel for you, buddy. I feel for you. I feel for you. <laughs> Damn, dude. Tell not to test TK's tweets on you anymore, Lab Rat. Oh, good I mean, God. Shit. That shit is poison, oh. bro. Oh, toxic. Toxic. <laughs> that whole place is toxic. And they're going to be jumping ship, like, you know. They're, gonna be, they're looking at Jade Cargo and be like, all she had to do was walk out there. Why is that not me? <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Warbo's I mean, looking at his stuff? walk, being like, TikTok, motherfuckers. Watch me keep walking out on you. <laughs> I mean, how much of a star does Jade look right now in WWE, dude? And she hasn't even done anything. Fantastic! And you could tell Charlotte was just kind of like, mm. <laughs> She's mean, gonna, she, man, dude. I can't wait for it. They're just them teasing it. Oh, it's beautiful. Dude, I'm looking forward to it, put it that way, man. I'm actually looking forward to whatever she does. I mean, I think she'll still be on the main roster personally, man. I can't see her. They right, yeah. NXT first. Well, it's too late now, especially when they're floating her around like that. And she's in, 
you know, they're kind of teasing her, you know, putting her out there. I mean, look what I can do, look what I can do. <laughs> I haven't done nothing yet. She hasn't even stepped foot in the ring. We haven't even heard. I hope they do her good on theme music, though. That's a, that's an issue. Oh, true, man. I, I'm wondering that, too. But I just hope they do it good anyway. That sounds bad, though. Like, <laughs> they're all doing it great. <laughs> she's getting a little rough from everywhere. <laughs> but that, that's one of the unveilings that they've done right. So far, so good. Warner on all the brands. Make us wonder and think, you know. But I'm curious how they're going to use it, man. Are they going to book it like as a machine where she hardly loses? I mean, it's it's kind of, um, how do I put this? they got to be careful by the way they book her, man. Right. Yeah, I mean, if they come on and have her lose right away, that what does that do? It's, unless they do it in a way to create empathy for her, but I don't see that no. transition. I don't see that. that see that translating. Look at her. She's a goddess. <laughs> That's an understatement, dude. Do you think she'll be a baby face or a heel, though? Uh, it depends if they let her go. She didn't say it yet, but she said she's that bitch. It's kind of the heelish thing to do, and it's like, uh, yeah. That's a really tough. That's a really really tough one. I mean, you got your showdown with Charlotte. We all know where that leads. That kind of gives you the tease for what's going to happen down the road. Just like when Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair first stood off against each other. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> for sure. Nice little seeds. It's like now that the seeds planted. You're right. They gotta they gotta pull the trigger and run with her. Uh, I I wonder if they don't bring her out for a uh, crown jewel. Hmm. Well, you know how it is in Saudi Arabia, bro. No, they have to, like, fucking rug up, dude. They have to, like, wear fucking uh, neck to fucking arms to legs. Well, she can cover pull, up but if anybody can pull it off, it's her. They're still going to look at her and be like, this girl is great. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be like, like, oh, they'll be like, I like, I like this dead cut kid. Yeah. yeah, 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 bring yeah. it down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah <bro. laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Anyway, yeah. man. Oh, man. Fucking hey, Jimmy. We'll fucking hey. Fucking A indeed, dude. And but we're here to talk raw first up, man. And uh, oh, no. good God, I know. I know. <laughs> it was a like almost a week a week ago. But before we do that, Labrat wants to say, looks like they are trying to build tough females so Jade has believable opponents with Shayna, Nia, Rhea, and Bianca when she comes back, etc. Uh, Labrat, first of all, man, how stacked is WWE's women's roster right now, dude? I mean, Chris, seriously. <laughs> And that's not even including what you got coming in the wings from NXT. It's like a couple of weeks ago, it was nothing about women. I counted almost like 30 to 40. If you count all the girls on the back doing a lot party and everything, it's like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> How did they not have women used for the security agents to pay, break them up when they're getting a cat fight? They always have the dudes run out there, but they don't have enough chicks. Like, come on, you got like a locker room that's probably stacked bigger than the men. <laughs> you know, in more ways Shoot, than man. one. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a bit of a special period actually for the women's division in WWE as a whole, man. Right. I don't right. think it's ever been this strong. And speaking of the women, did you hear about Ronda Rousey pretty much announcing her retirement? Do you buy that? Uh, unless she's maybe she's going back to the acting road. You know, maybe that's where the money lies with her at this rate. I would, I could see it in a sense, just the way that she went out and she's so fickle that way. Like, if she comes back, then, you know, it's like she's going to get booed again and then what? Just to put somebody else over? She tried with Shayna. It didn't really go where we thought it might have or maybe where she thought it might have. But I'm not really surprised there either, especially with Nia Jax coming back in. 
I might be one of the only people on the planet that actually likes my attack. I mean, we'll see what happens there. I mean, she, apparently she announced it on Twitter. I haven't seen it, but I've seen people take screenshots of it. Well, it, they all retire. I mean, we look at Tom Brady, how many times, you know, I've heard this one. So I'm going to answer, say, Vince McMahon, I retire, but I'm back. But I'm not. But I am. But I am. But I'm not. You know, I can't make up my mind. <laughs> wow. I think he wants to stay. Let's be, let's be honest, though, man. Well, so, how would he not? It's his baby, you know. It's like putting, and, it, you and know, be, putting a car to bathroom time. For sure, man. And before we do get into Raw, um, what about CM Punk, dude? Do you see him actually re-debuting in WWE? I mean, the dirt sheets and Uncle Dave Meltzer is apparently saying that um, WWE's not interested, but I actually don't buy that shit, bro. I don't, I don't necessarily think that WWE is going to play their card one way or the other. If they were, they wouldn't let us know. And if they aren't, then they're not going to let us know because they don't have to say it otherwise. You know what I mean? They can drop the little hints here and there and sprinkle the Easter eggs and whatnot. But like, I'd say right now, with it, ah, it's a tough one because they're in Chicago. That doesn't necessarily, it's like now we've, it, he's become synonymous with Chicago, it's like Chicago, I automatically people think CM Punk. And I don't know if they're necessarily going to play it. They're gonna, you know, if he comes back, they're going to want him to play their way. And he's going to have to bow down to the king. Pun intended, you know what I mean? To be able to do this and let him, you know, if they're going to let him have a microphone and have such freedom, they're going to have to curtail him somewhere. They're going to have to have some type of control. They're not just going to let him go out there and do his thing. I don't think he's... Physically apt to back it up in the ring at this point, especially proven his past AEW career, where he was on the show for more than half of it. They're gonna look at that and be like, "We can't invest him in this." Well, you're right, but at the same time, he can kind of still go. I mean, look, this is his last run, regardless. If he does come back, it's his final run. I don't see him like. I mean, how much would he have left in the tank, dude? Like, no more than, say, three three years, say? Well, see, he would have to go out their way, not his per se, unless that's part of their deal. But if that was part of his deal, they're going to be like, well, take your ball and shove it, punk, because we got nothing for you, just like they had nothing for Edge. It's like you're getting to that age where it's like, we need to, tr we need to build these new guys. We got this huge brand here called NXT, which just kicked, <laughs> you know, if, if, if he came up through NXT, that would be cool in a weird sort of way, but I don't. that's not the way to debut him back into the show, you know what I mean? Yeah. They'd have to, and it's just like, just to get the money out of the pop, and then what? what do, like you said, what do you do with him? How do you book him? How would you book oh. the end of his career? Would he want? How would he go out? How do you think he would want to go out? How would they want him to go out? Well, he is worthy well, of a... You know, if he came back, I think he would be worthy of the Hall of Fame. But until then, I don't oh, even see him. Doing, Hall of Fame. I don't even see him doing that for him. You know. Well, apparently, look, I'm sure he knows what he's getting himself into, though, Chris. Let's be honest. It's the devil he knows and the devil he didn't in AEW. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, if he didn't know, it wouldn't necessarily have gone this way. I don't think. Oh, believe me, man, if he knew what, what he was getting himself into with AEW, I don't think he would have gone, no chance. 
it, 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 it wouldn't be far fetched for me to hear all the conspiracies now. He was a plant for Mick McMahon, Vince McMahon all, all along, trying to bring him down and sabotage AEW, you know, make him crash and burn like it was all a ploy this whole time. That, that'd be ridiculous, but I could see, you know, if Vince was in charge, I could see him be like, oh, yes, that's a great idea. It was me all along. It was me, Stone Cold. It was me, CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, I wouldn't put a past him, dude. I wouldn't right? put a past him. No doubt but if that. you don't tell a good story with him, what's the point? What would the True. point be to bring him back? What's the story? What's dude, the, the story? Fight is they took another big name from AEW, and he was one. He wasn't officially an EVP, but in many ways he was an EVP. He had his own rules, his own show, he and his own thing when it comes to like booking collision. Yeah, but the WWE version of his pipe bomb was all about WWE from the inside, looking on the in, you know, all, right. you know, and you know. can still build on that. I mean, you can easily. I guess, yeah, right. I mean, you could kind of allude to the, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. See, you'd have to have a good storyline. It'd have to fit the narrative, I think. And right now, it'd well, be out of well, nowhere. First of all, the narrative is him and Seth Rollins right now, man. Seth Rollins pulling him a cancer, and he kind of gave, uh, uh, like, if you check out his Instagram. Yeah. He kind of gave a reply to what happened between Seth Rollins and uh, Michael Cole the week before on Raw. Right, right, yeah. So, so this, yeah, it's like those seeds are planted, but then I don't, I don't necessarily think Seth's got the pull to make something out of it, like in the company-wise, unless there's something, you know, somebody pulling the strings from behind Seth even on that. I mean, like, yeah, let's, you know... Let's tickle these see what we can bro. come up with. Yeah. There's been too many punk references on that be television one. <laughs> two it's just come on man. I mean, from Raw to SmackDown, uh, even NXT. There's been uh, references I, to punk, dude. A lot of it's gonna have to play all as we go into Survivor series, I think, and even going in and like at Survivor Series and coming out of it. And even the day after, are they in Chicago for that too? Or that Monday yeah. or whatever? I'm not sure. Maybe. Well, I guess I'll if it's a Saturday, they probably jump ship and get to another state by then. So I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right because they have two days to get away from Chicago. So yeah, it makes sense. They'll probably go to Milwaukee or some shit next. Right. Year, yeah. Well, I know they're gonna be in somewhere dream. along yeah. that. You know, close. SmackDown's gonna Iowa. be here soon. Yeah, a buddy of mine is going oh, to that. Yeah. Are yeah. You gonna go? No, I've I went to the, I took the kids back in like 2015. Something like that, back when Bray Wyatt was with uh, all of them, with uh, Braun Strowman and all them, and then uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the League of Nations were going on, too. It was, uh, oh, I remember the League of Nations. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, it was cool Jeez. to see him live, though. I could say I saw uh, Rusev, you know, at least. Hey, at least I saw him. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you only been once to, to the wrestling live? To the SmackDown only once, yeah. I've been to... Um, God, I'm much, I was at the King of the Ring with Stone Cold Steve Austin 360. Oh, yeah, before. you said that. You said that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I was at a Clash of Champions in 1997, and my first event, my dad and my uncle took me to see. It was Andre the Giant Big John Startup in Green Bay. Oh, and I, uh, yeah, I had a, a foam hacksaw Jim Duggan on a stick, two-by-four thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I was front row, and I smacked Andre <laughs> in the back with it. I remember he the turned around. I'm like, this is fucking shark mandible. Like, and I literally pissed in my pants. I was like 10 years old. I literally like, oh my God. Andre fucking growled at you? Yep. He was totally cave-babing. 
It was so fucking big and sweaty and hairy, and I was just like, oh my god, and I could smell, I could still smell his breath today, man. Yeah, I'll never forget on, it. Bro. It smelled like sauerkraut and like beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like beer yeah. and shit. Like, and his teeth were all yellow, and they're like, he's got that huge mandible. It's like, rrr, 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 rrr. Did it smell like French onions, bro. Oh, it was horrible. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> that was shit, horrible. R.I.P. to Big John Starter and fucking Andre the Giant. I mean, two legends, man. Oh, the man. Fact that you said his breath stunk like fucking Pretty much got me into wrestling was for life was that was that show, man. That's for sure. Are you, are you going to make it to the Perth one? Speaking yeah, of live events. I plan to, bro. That's you better get on goal. them tickets, buddy. They haven't, they're not on sale yet, bro. No? They're not on sale. No, oh, wow. Oh, as soon as they know we'll stuff, they're all good. Well, well usually when they announce in the States, they go on sale right away, yeah. Well, Royal Rumble, the tickets don't go on sale till next Friday. Oh, okay. They've been promoted. So if that hasn't gone on sale yet, then right, the right. Chamber won't be on sale yet, man. No, no, probably not. No, they'll probably give you a little time yet. Mm. But Christmas I have to plan is coming. It for sure. Yeah, Christmas yeah, is coming. Fuck. <laughs> but I've got to plan it. I've got to get a plane, man, to fucking Perth. It's going to take like four to five hours to get there, or about five hours, man, by plane, bro. Five hours. Uh, just Are you gonna stay the night the there show. and stuff, Dan? I don't know, man. I, I I kind of want to go in and out, like literally, just yeah, here you get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Come right, and like, crash and burn when you hit the sack at home, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> Perth, Perth is out there, man, for me. Like that's fucking far, bro. Like, just I mean, I don't know. It depends, dude. Maybe. I mean, if we're not doing anything, look, I'll probably be a little snappy, like if I don't get my sleep. Right. So I might want to have some fucking sleep. So yeah, maybe, maybe for a night. But where the stadium is, from what I see, it's like there's nothing around, bro. Right. I bet all the places are booked up real fast too. You know, just that's stay. another thing I'm worried about, dude. That's yeah, because you got all the people to stay. Yeah, right, right. You're you not cause... just talking to wrestlers. You got all the crew and then the auditorium people or whatever it is. What's yeah. that? People traveling from all over the world too, Yo. man. Like, yeah. Like, for example, when I went to Super Showdown, which was the last PLE they did here, right, back in 2018. Okay. Which was in my in my city, right, in Melbourne, right? Which is odd because Melbourne is the only city in Australia that always gets PLEs and TVs, bro. Yeah. But for some yeah. fucking reason, Perth, I mean, they won out. They, they their, their local government literally bid to get the event and beat out the other states, you know what I mean? But anyway. Right, right. Um... Yeah, when I went there to to Super Showdown, like people from all over the world were there, but in particular from especially Asia, like all over Asia, people were coming down. So I can see a lot of people, and they and that's how WWE is sort of promoting the event. It's it's the it's the PLE of the Asia Pacific. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ooh. we're in the Pacific. Asia's not far, so you know what I'm saying. I wonder, man. I wonder if you guys will lock out and get like Alpha or Seeker to show up. <laughs> I mean, or any of the, or any of the tribal men from the, you know, just the, I don't know. I've got a feeling Elimination Chamber. Look, there's there's talk that the Rock could be wrestling at Elimination Chamber amongst our local paper, dude. And uh. when the local newspapers are talking about it, there could be some truth. Those rumors haven't been spoken about in the states, though. Okay, I could see, man. Yeah. I, don't I don't know what that means. Like, right, you know right. I mean? But huh. I mean, The Rock used to live here years and years ago, so he right. bought a house here too. So, um, 
I don't know, man. It'd be interesting. I'm not getting my hopes up. I mean, I went to a PLE and saw The Rock live back in 2002, bro. Global Warning. Hell yeah. Review back then. Nice. Yeah, I mean, the main event was Brock Lesnar versus The Rock. Oh, okay. Triple H. Okay. The Undisputed World Championship, man. That's a good, that's a big match, bro. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You're probably going to luck out too with that Elimination Chamber, I tell you. It would be hard to see, well, I think, that... with the cage. But, you know, yeah. with the screen and everything. It's in a stadium too, bro. I don't think they've ever done an Elimination Chamber in a stadium, bro. Like, no, like I don't think stadium. they have. Oh, that's so going to be, be interesting. I, I actually think it's going to look really good, bro. Like, it's going to be like WrestleMania-esque. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they're in a big-ass stadium, dude. Think about it. Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania, all in stadiums, dude. That's crazy. That's big. That's, that's big, big dude. That's nice. Think about that for a minute. Three pay-per-views pay PLEs in a row in stadiums. Dude, that's huge. Yeah, it is. So, it's, it's, and it's nice. It's good. It's good for them, man. And, I mean, they keep they they keep breaking records, man. I have no doubt. I mean, it will be a sellout over like over in Perth. I guarantee it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I'm just contemplating if I go to the Undertaker fucking thing. I'd love to go to that, dude. Oh, I hear they're really good too. Yeah, yeah very man. expensive. It's expensive. I've heard that too. <laughs> but what's expensive? Do you think? How much is the tickets you reckon for that? Uh, I'm I, I'm thinking at least 175 at least and that's on the low like for the lower end i know i think it's about that just to get a signature even shit yeah i'm not kidding yeah motherfuckers make money even just sitting on his butt bro oh i know he all he's got to do is go like this that's pretty much what kevin how kevin Ash does it too when we went to meet him my wife was like could you stand up he's like fuck no I love Kevin Nash, bro. He's my boy. Okay, bro. he's awesome. Nash. Okay. Absolutely. Well, anyway, Chris, let's get into Raw. Otherwise, we'll be yeah. here all day. Yeah, I know. I it's know. It's a long one as it is, but... It's a chore. We, it's a chore. But you know what, man? I actually didn't mind Raw, but we'll get back to that in a moment. But we start off the show. We Seth Rollins making his entrance. He gets on the mic. He tells Omaha, because we're in Omaha, Nebraska for Raw, he's feeling some kind of way tonight and says a gentleman... Is a powerful, powerful thing. And Shinsuke Nakamura took him to his limit on Saturday. There were times in that match he didn't think he'd be able to get back up, but he did. And there were times in that match that he didn't know if he'd be able to keep Shinsuke down. But you know what, Chris? But he did. When that match was over, the whole arena sung his song and he felt like he was on top of the world. Then he went to the back and the adrenaline wore off. And he was very quickly reminded that his back is still very broken. He will level with us. Being our world heavyweight champion is one of the greatest honors of his career. And he wanted us to all know that. Uh, what do you think of this little promo? It's just fantastic. So far, but, I feel so bad but, for his back. His damn back. Uh, I don't know you know, how true. Like, I don't know that's, that's kayfabe, dude. You should be walking around with a cane and be all like, get off my porch, <laughs> you fucking well, kid. He does continue, though, actually, Chris. He also says he just... He just getting started, baby. Or oh, actually, he's getting started, baby. Uh, yeah. He's a fighting champion and he'll take anyone on anywhere, but he wants to know if he can just go one Monday night without having to fight for his life. We can still sing a little, celebrate, dance, maybe even throw back a few cold ones. Hmm. Mm. Well, enter Drew McIntyre, who suddenly mm. makes his way to the ring, and he's most certainly a one that is 
um, he, well, sorry, enter Drew McIntyre. Seth says he's not out here to party, and Drew gestures, nope. Uh, Rollins asks if he wants the title match, and McIntyre gestures, yep. <laughs> Seth says he just wanted one night, but he doesn't give a damn if it's not at 100%, and he's a fighting champion. Give him a minute, give him a minute and he and he'll get changed and we can and as he was about to say whatever Drew tells him to relax and the party's still on he knows somebody's gonna jump him sooner or later but McIntyre's here to look him in the eye man to man and tell him he wants a title match and he wants him as close to 100% as he can get so he was thinking maybe a title match next month at Crown Jewel Rollins then double checks his, his narrative and says he's a little unsure how to respond since his challenges usually don't go about things this way and asks if he can have a little help. Drew's happy to let him get his help and Seth asks the crowd if they like that idea. And of course, the crowd loves it. And of course, Rollins gives him his match and says the party's just getting started. And hey, McIntyre used to be in a band. Maybe he can sing a little. Ah, see what he did there. And Drew says he has some business backstage but tells the crowd that if they see him out on the town tonight, they can buy him a pint and a shot, apparently. Or a pint and a shot. Seth leads the sing-along as everyone's going, oh, oh. And Damien Priest then attacks him from behind out of nowhere, pulling boots to him. Drew turns to look from the ramp and keeps moving, even as Priest hits his south of heaven and calls Dominic Mysterio down with the referee and the damn briefcase. But as Dom is about to run past, Drew stops him, takes the case and clubs him with a headbutt, or should I say a Glasgow kiss, throwing the briefcase into the LED boards, which was a good throw, by the way. And then he just leaves as Roland turns the tide and sends Damien packing. And that's that. I mean, did you find this interesting? What do you think of uh, McIntyre being the number one contender? Yeah, Drew McIntyre is so one-dimensional for me right now. I just don't... He's like got You're five crazy. moves. He's got the five moves of doom. He's got like four or five catchphrases. He's pl playing with his sword all the time. I just, wow. I'm so over, I'm so over the deep, character. Bro. I'm so over the character. Something out of this leads to him, you know, turning heel like fully and just dropping the sword, dropping the whole like I, Dungeons and Dragons kind of type of guy. I don't know. I don't know, man. I just. I'm kind of over him. He's so bland to me. And for Rollins, it's like, well, this is a given that Rollins goes over on us. Or Drew's just there to make me. Uh, I, can see I don't Drew know. Make it one, though. Or make it somehow so that Rollins does get cashed in on. Because I keep forgetting that Damien's got the briefcase until you just brought it up. I forgot all about the little jump in. And Dominic, man, he's just stealing the show, and he's taking a lot of bumps, a lot of heat. He's just killing it, man. He can do no wrong. He can do no wrong by me right now. But as far as Drew goes, I just, I just think it's another stepping stone. I think it's the gateway for uh, Gunther to get to Rollins in a way. If Rollins can overcome Drew, then the next step would be Gunther. I think maybe. Uh, if Gunther's not gonna win, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that yet. Right. Well, that's. I don't know who else after. Because I don't even care about a feud between Rollins and Drew McIntyre, especially with Drew still playing the face. And I'm not buying he's not it. Really, though. a face, dude. He's turning though. Like, I, I, he should just fully turn then and just stop playing games. Because I'm not. How really... you do it, bro? Don't, you don't need to just turn him straight away. Let yeah. it, let it, like you know, let it burn slowly, dude. You know what I mean? I mean, you can see the tendencies are there. He's turning heel. There's yeah. no. 
There's no if or but about it. But Labrat says, I'm over both Seth and Drew. God damn it, pal. Come on. I, I, I'm over Seth whining about his back and them even making it a thing. It's like, well, he's a defending, you know, studio's champion here that you're trying to push out, you know, push out there as yeah. being this like, top-notch guy, putting a title online, this and that all the time. And, well, now we know he's that he's not going to champ, bro. Well, he's going to be the champ at least until the crown jewel. We know this much, so we got to deal with that for the next however many weeks. So it's what are they doing? I don't see the story playing out for Drew to turn heel because of Seth. Like what's no, 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 not because of Seth, because of the bloodline. It started with Jay also not trusting him. Yeah, I guess. That's <laughs> but now, where it stems but from, now, dude, because he's been talking Drew's the it. truth. But now Jay's in a tag team, so how's that gonna? Where's that connect to Drew? I'm not following the Kevin matter. Bacon trail. <laughs> There's dude. no six degrees. That's not the there. point. That's not the point. When he said what he said about Jay, for example, no one believed. Everyone thought Drew's being uptight and shit. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's acting funny. He's being different. Like, like for example, the New Day. I'd like to suddenly. They don't like him anymore, you know, after what he was doing and saying. See, I'd like him to come out, drop the drop the tights or, like, change the tights up a little bit, chop the hair off, come out kind of oh. all debonair like he was when he first came out with, with McMahon. Have the suit all on and start talking all proper and prim, you know, and be like, stop, this isn't going to work. Scottish, though, bro. He'd be like, uh -huh. hello, my name is Drew. <laughs> you know, yeah. My name is Drew. I, I just don't roll like... Roll your arms. Yeah. But even as a heel, if he's coming out waving the sword around, doing the same thing, it's the same bit. But now he's it a bad guy. Big he's, got, D. he's got the same five moves still. It's like, what's I don't. Dude, doesn't matter about the same five moves. Kevin Nash had five moves. John Cena's yeah. got five moves. Hulk Hogan's got five moves. The Rock has got five. Come on, bro. Well, at least you know Nash got like, that entertaining. If you know, you know how to tell guy. the story, if you know how to tell a story in the ring, bro, you don't need any more than five. You, you mean, better start on, telling what do you want? flips. You better, Drew better start telling a good one for me to invest or even to care that the title is even involved in it is just, and that's a, that's a secondary note for me, I guess. It's just a reason for Seth to defend it. I don't see why per se, especially when, you know, and now Nakamura is not going to get his, you know, get another chance. It's like, well, that sucks for him. No, but so at least they've built him up to be a serious like threat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he's main eventing dude. And that's all, that's all that matters for now, dude. I like I do like his character and all that. They're letting him kind of show it too with Nakamura a little more, and they're giving him a character, you know. And it works for what he's doing in the program he's got now too. I guess it will work. But with Drew, yeah, I don't know. Time will tell. I think Drew might be one of the ones that dethrones Seth, man. Ooh. Not a crown jewel though. Hmm. That's what well, I that... think anyway. Yeah. And I think well, he'll the... be a great heel too, man. Drew McIntyre. He'll be a monster heel. And I think they need someone to be a monster heel right now. Uh, yeah, and then, and then they just keep the briefcase with Damien until he turns face. I'm Drew. <laughs> no, I can see, I can see him leaving Judgment Day, dude. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I mean. But I don't think, I think the case will have some play into that, or maybe they cost. If he doesn't win, if he doesn't win after holding it for so long, it's going to make it kind of like, oh, that was it. When was the last time a Money in the Bank winner has actually won the damn title? Yeah, Miz, I think, wasn't it? And so I'm saying the last yeah. two or three Money in the Banks, no one's won the championship. Right. You know what I mean? They've all choked. He's got to win, right? 
No, he doesn't, bro. I mean, no, I going know, by bro. history, recent history, no. dude, why does he have to win? I don't know. We are going under Mania 40, too. That's a big deal, I guess. So we'll see. We'll see. Hey, he might lose, dude. He could lose. You know, I'm telling you, man. He you doesn't know. have to win. You know, we'll have to see how that one plays out, I think. I'm not saying he's going to lose, though, but I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. For, if he did lose, for the track record, I mean? yeah, yeah, I hear you. For sure. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Labrat says face and heel turns aren't what they used to be. The characters stay the same. Yeah, but that's always been like that, really. I mean, the characters stay the same generally, except they're just sort of, uh, you know, pushed up. They push up the volume even further up. Unless you're pretty deadly. Yes, boy! Those guys are are nothing but character, and they work. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Fucking pretty deadly. That's something else, man. If you want to, well, if you want to hear what we have to say about pretty deadly, go check out the smack attack. I mean, John. It was a good show. Uh, did earlier. Thank you, man. Uh, I mean, it was definitely two of us. Just the two of us. But well, uh, anyway, yeah, let's move on from Drew, please. Let's please, move Drew. on because we go to our first matchup of the evening, and surprisingly, I couldn't believe how good this match was for what it was. It was Ivar versus Kofi Kingston in a Viking rules match. What the hell, dude? By rights, this match shouldn't have been decent, but you know what, man? It was actually quite fun. I like the last Viking rules match that they had too, where they had the little boat thing and they were slamming each other on it. That was fun too. I like the Viking. I like these crazy little uh, matches that they don't really have. You don't think they have anything into it, but like this one proved that they did. And I, I'm surprised that they're even pushing Ivar as a singles competitor because not like. Is- Where's, he's where's injured, partner, man. Oh, he's he's partner, injured. Man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't know why they let him wrestle because usually when a tag team, like as they did with Pretty Deadly, they had a couple little vignettes or whatever run-ins. But like when the one was injured, they didn't have the other guy on TV or anything really without him, especially. So that was different. I like that. That was definitely different. I, I don't I'm rumblings that that they actually might think about pushing Ivar in the singles run. Yeah, they didn't have that one chick out there with him either, Valhalla. Valhalla? Well, yeah. he's not married to Valhalla, unlike uh But she Rowan. assisted him to the ring the week before. It was just her and Ivar when he was against Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe your husband was like, you're staying with me. Yeah, it's Viking rules. You're not getting involved in that. You're yeah. not a Viking. Valhalla <laughs> rules in yeah. my Viking house, you know. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll no, that was... bad news Barrett to go, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> but anyway, um, Ivar does end up winning the match via pinfall with a diving moonsault in a crazy matchup, man. I mean, what the hell? Ivar dude? can kill. He's kill. He can kill it in the ring. I liked him back when Ring of Honor when he was Hanson. War Machine, he, bro. Yeah. Well, even when he was, he had a little bit of a singles run before they came together as War yeah. Machine. Yeah, it's yeah. True, even true. then, he was. You know, he didn't really change his size or style. He was always the same guy. But he makes it what work for his man. He makes Except orders look like pork chops. Well, you know? yeah. well, yeah, because this guy is fucking agile, dude. Look how big he is, and he can right? do fucking moonsaults. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Think about that shit for a second. You know what I mean? It's crazy. They should put him up with Bronson Reed, and uh, maybe even throw Otis in there as a trio or something. <laughs> they could be the meatballs or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh man! But man, yeah, for 
but for all, all those guys, I think he moves. He's the most agile of all of them. They're all kind of shaped the same. I don't know how to. It's not necessarily fair to like cannonballs, moonsaults. Yeah, of a hybrid of like kind of Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow in a way, yep. dude. Yeah, he does. You know yes, I mean? he does. I kind of hope they drop. Nuts. I I kind of hope they let him like drop some of that Vikingness, unless they're just gonna run with him being the solo Viking guy, you know. And like maybe he can he come can't out change and change be... his whole gimmick. Imagine he becomes like a biker or some shit. Yeah, I could see that. I could really I mean, see that. He's got the biker look when you think about it, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, where he braids the beard or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Comes take away his Bahala shit and put you know, shades on him and you know, put a leather jacket over him, bro. And now you know, he can be uh, it writes like, itself. Uh, <laughs> he could be Ivar. <laughs> Just Ivar. Eva. <laughs> <laughs> the bikey, nah. the biking, <laughs> <laughs> the biking rider, <laughs> the biking rider. Oh no, the biking rider. I like rider. Oh, the... <laughs> I am the biking, the biking rider. rider. <laughs> uh... yeah, look, he's here. Everyone's favorite Irish dude in Breno seventy nine saying Ireland lost to the All Blacks. What do you expect to happen? You know? <laughs> it's the All Blacks, dude. Come on, bro. I don't know. You probably don't know what he's talking about, right, Chris? But he's talking about the rugby, dude. I assume <laughs> the All Blacks are the New Zealand uh, rugby team. Oh, uh, rugby, okay. rugby union All rugby right. team. Yeah, uh, and they're the best in the world, dude. They dominate rugby, right? I mean, think about it. All big islanders. You know what I mean? No, well, they're sheep, sheep fuckers. <laughs> the sheep fuckers, bro. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to my sheep fuckers out there. They're uh, look, man. I got a lot of friends in New Zealand, dude. So, I mean, my my homie, bro, my best friend, growing up and like, all through high school, he's you know he's living in New Zealand too, man. So, I got nothing but love for NZ, man. Right Shout outs to my sheep fuckers, like I said. <laughs> Uh, but like I said, Breno, what do you expect, dude? It's Ireland versus the All Blacks. Come on, man. What was the final score? Please let me know in the chat. Not that I give a shit about rugby anyway, but still, <laughs> I'm curious. Um, anyway, after that matchup, though, we see Byron Saxon interviewing Shinsuke Nakamura backstage. But he's not very talkative, apparently, Chris, because uh, Ricochet comes out of nowhere and attacks him, beating him down until security breaks it up. And that's that. Um, am I supposed to be scared of Ricochet now? He's he's some sort of tough guy. I guess, I guess so. Maybe he'll come back as Prince Puma and be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> It should be a good feud, though, if you think about it. Like, they match up really, really well. I think they've had a couple of run-ins that weren't so bad, you know. But, uh, uh -oh. yeah, and with Shin, yeah, I, I I would go with Shin Shin to come out in the head on this one if they go at it a few times, you know. But I can see them having a good like three or four match feud. That's how they do it. That's how they do it. They gotta stretch it all, you know. I know, but I couldn't give a shit about this fucking feud now. Like, why? Uh, fucking, you're putting uh, Shinsuke backwards a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of where I wasn't so pleased with the Drew. And Seth, like they're pushing Shin on the side already. Like, oh, you were a good competitor. Great, thanks. You know, thanks for trying. All here's a consolation prize. Pew, pew. Ricochet. <laughs> pew pew. Ricochet all over the place. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess you're right, man. But anyway, next we see uh, Damien Priest who's having a hissy fit at Finn Bella and Rhea Ripley as to why they went there for him earlier. 
Finn tells JD McDonough off and they explain they were meeting with Adam Pearce to get a rematch for the tag titles. Ripley then tells JD to prove himself and take care of Drew McIntyre for them. Damien then tells McDonough he wants him to take care of Drew, but part of him wants to see McIntyre break him in half. He wishes JD good luck and Finn tells him to beat it. Um, why is McDonough still in this fucking story, man? He's like that. He's like that little scrappy dog and Tom and Jerry with the bulldog rocking on. Come on, Spike! Come on, Spike! Come on, Spike! What are we here? You do, Spike! Come on, let's go. You know, <laughs> yeah. He's just there to take bullets from. It's so dumb. I JD McDonough had. He reminds me of Homer Simpson in the Trio of Horror, <laughs> where he eats his head. He's like he eats himself to death because he's got that big donut head. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He doesn't fit at all with the faction. Even if they took any one of them out, I don't see him being the replacement in any way, shape, or form. It's like, why don't they have a better, I don't know, a better option just because he's Finn Balor's friend? It doesn't translate into the group. And, yeah. like, I'm kind of over the whole dissension every episode, every episode, every single episode. Like, there's all this dissension, <laughs> yet they're pretty dominant throughout. You're so right. it's like... And they're jumping people on every show, and they're kind of pushing themselves around. Like, okay, so you're together back, you know, when you're jumping this guy, but then all of a sudden you get mad about something. Like, oh, get your hand out of my underpants. <laughs> get your hands out of my underpants. God damn it. Uh, Is that says, guy, man? He just can't help himself. Ireland's the number one ranked team? I didn't even know that, dude. Jesus. And they lost 20-24. Oh. That was a close game. Thanks for the information, Breno. Um, yeah, fuck JD McDonough. I'm yeah. sick of him. But uh, next, though, dude, and I'm trying to breeze through this because we've got a lot to fucking breeze through. Yeah, that's um, the next, the next matchup is interesting though because it's Nia Jax versus Raquel Rodriguez, and dude, I was kind of entertained by this match because Nia Jax is just. I mean, she beat the shit out of Raquel in many ways, man. <laughs> like, she looks stiff, bro. But yeah. like, Jax wins by disqualification because of uh, Rhea Ripley, by the way. Um, but seriously, that's... though, this match was pretty hard hitting, and Nia doesn't give a fuck, dude. No, that's that's why I like about her. I don't, I don't think she does give a fuck, and I'm not really so sure that these injuries weren't kayfabe. I think Rhea just took a week or two off for some reason. And I just, no, I'm no, not no. really. She wasn't injured, Chris. No, she did. Dude, she, she sat was, on she her back couch, home. She was what here. Is that? What kind of injury did you recover weeks. from in like a week? That... She wasn't injured. She wasn't injured. She wasn't injured, bro. She was back home for the last three weeks. She was back here, man. Yeah, that's here. what I was thinking, man. There's, too. there's no way that. She's with Buddy. Buddy Murphy, bro. They'll right. be back home down here, bro. So Yeah, I was like, there's no oh, way I've seen him here. So yeah, it's she like gets I don't... homesick, dude. She gets homesick really easily. She, I've noticed that we give her a lot of time off, man. She comes back, like was, back down here it. quite she's, frequently. She's holding her own for like her group and like just sometimes the show itself. She'll hold the show, you know. As we saw with her appearance on NXT, it's like her interaction made the show. And like I said, I think that's going to lead into Survivor Series. But um, with Nia Jax, I don't think they would. She was that, like, um, dangerous, I guess. I don't think they would give her that much trust. And I don't think a lot of these girls would be like, oh, yeah, I want to wrestle her tonight. Let's go. You know, put me in there. I'll I'll try. 
I'll try, well, but not uh, like most girls, Chris. No, she's not at all, and that's <laughs> yeah. what's cool. That's what I like about her. She's, you know, she is different. You know, she's like the awesome Kong ish. In a sense, I liked yeah. Awesome Kong, you know, and she didn't give a fuck either. And she was laying girls down. Like, that's the whole trick to the, that's the dance. That's, that's the story. You're supposed to believe that she's just stomping on Raquel Rodriguez and good. Cause I, I don't like that girl at all. She's tall. Yeah, me too, bro. Like, she's tall. That's about it. She's and she just doesn't. She was Bruce Strowman's fucking girlfriend for crying out loud. She's not great in the ring. She's not good on the mic, and she's not showing me that great of strength, you know, feats of strength or anything that I like. Oh, did you see that match with Raquel? <laughs> no, I forgot. <laughs> she was even on. You know, every Dude. time she's on, it's like oh. <laughs> well, Jinder's just gave us the worst images. Oh, ever, good dude. God! Look what I, I'm, blind. I'm blind. I'm blind. Night Jack's <laughs> sex tape is what we need. Ooh. I didn't mind. Bro, I didn't come mind. on. Dude, 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 dude. Hold up. A fucking Night Jack sex tape for real? Like, no, really? no, you know, Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, no, no, this one goes to you, Jinder. No! 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 <laughs> no! Bro, that's a bad uh, one, man. Come on. This is tough nightmares are made of. <laughs> Raquel got that bulge. I mean, <laughs> come on, Jinder. Now you're getting fucking. Ooh. Anyway, Labrat says, hope they can make and keep all these ladies looking like monsters, not sacrificing each other just to make one woman. Yeah, I mean, um, so far so good, Lab. I mean, I we'll a, see what happens. I have a feeling this is going to lead to a four-way because you forgot the Shayna Baszler part. Oh, she stepped yes. in and no, got fucked I haven't up. forgotten. I yeah, was going to get to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fact. Yeah, I think so, it's going to lead actually, to a four-way match, and I think that's how Rhea loses it too, unfortunately. Nah, she's not losing. But anyway, uh, but like you just mentioned, Rhea goes to town on Naya. Raquel pulls her off to hammer her with Lariat, but Ripley catches her with a ripcord headbutt. And Shayna Baszler then attacks Nia as Rhea pulls her off. They argue about who gets to attack Jax as Ripley tells her to get out of the ring or out of her ring, should I say, as Baszler then uh, hits her with a German suplex and the flash knee takes Rhea Ripley out. And that's that. Interesting enough, this Monday we do get Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley, I think for the Women's Championship, right? Uh, I, can't, I, don't, I can't remember if it... I don't think... I don't necessarily think... It, I think it is. Well, we'll see. Anyway, and that's right? this coming Monday, right? But uh, and it's looking good. It's, I mean, that's that's a it, good match. But we'll see it should be a good match. Up. But I have a feeling these other two girls are going to get involved, and like I said, it's going to lead to a four-way somehow. Some probably it's at the be damn pay-per-view for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of pay-per-view, next we see Drew McIntyre is pacing backstage. When Seth Rollins rolls up again. <laughs> I haven't said that in a long time. Uh, he says he was he has great news. And Adam Pierce apparently made their title match official, but he has one question. What the hell is Drew's problem? He's this man of integrity. He ignores the beatdown, but attacks once the case is involved. McIntyre says it's not his business. He doesn't get involved. And he doesn't want another bloodline situation on Raw. See what I was saying to you before, Chris? That's a situation. 
That's why he's the way he's. Anyway, Sister then says he appreciates the concern, but Drew doesn't need to worry about Judgment Day because they can't take the title away from him any more than McIntyre can. Um, cool. I guess suddenly Seth Rollins grew some balls. And suddenly they need Adam Pierce to make the match official because they, you know, on NXT we had Becky making matches the week last week. We had Cody Rose making matches this week. We got, you know, Rhea Ripley making matches for Dom, whatever the fuck. It's like, well, okay, so you only need Adam Pierce once in a blue moon, but every other time they can just make matches for themselves, you know. That's one I thing I don't like about some of their storylines is like, well, and especially with after the SmackDown, so you got two GMs now, so make them be the official and be the one and all be all for it. Otherwise, don't just make your own matches just because you feel you like you're like it. Yeah, yeah. And you know what's annoying too about the Seth Rollins and the fact, and I'm glad like Chabella, the professor, brought it up. Seth Backman actually recovered right. Yeah. He no yeah. sold his back, man. He no, went through a hellacious match with Seth uh, with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura at the PLE at Fastlane, and he's saying, "Ah, oh, my back, ah, right." But no fucking, he didn't even have any sort of um or anything. bandages. Yeah. yeah, nothing. Like he was no selling nothing, man. That's the only thing that was annoying and. I'm glad you reminded me about that, Prof, because it's just fucking silly. Um, Zane Vicious in the house. Let's go. He's a moron. And Labrad also says, Raquel has to stop her back posing when Jay comes in. Oh, please. She's got to Raquel... stop just right now, bro. Yeah, she just needs to stop, period, man. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it, man. No. I can't stand please. it. But no, but for real, though, man. Seth should have sold the match against Shinsuke, man, but there was nothing. No yeah, selling he, whatsoever. He, he comes out like a fucking, I don't know what the hell he looked like. Looked like a freaking Dalmatian. He's still dancing and prancing around like they ain't no thing. Like, oh, I'm a gingerbread man. Look at me. You can't catch me. Oh, you're a character, Chris, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, let's move on from that. But the prophet brought up a great point. Next, we see Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso are shown walking backstage to send us to the break. Uh, we come back from commercial, though. We see Shayna Baszler is interviewed backstage. She doesn't care who it is. If she's standing in the ring, she's the baddest woman in there. And nobody sneak attacks her in her ring and gets away with it. She then walks past Akira Tozawa on her way out, who immediately <laughs> turns around and goes in the other direction. That looks funny, man. I'm not lie. He's earning every dollar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glad they man. kept that guy around. <laughs> He's killing uh, it. <laughs> Thank you, Zane, bro. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the support too, brother. Um, but anyway... Fucking next, though, we see Michael Cole. And what's with this, man? I mean, with Cole lately. But anyway, I'll get to that after this segment. <laughs> Cole introduces Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes, your new WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions. He asks them how it feels to be champs. And Jay says he's turned up and now he's a two-time champion with the current bouts and his partner is Cody Rhodes. Cole then asks Cody where this responsibility of defending the tag titles fits in with his original goal of finishing the story uh he goes on to say we've all seen the documentary they've had real personal conversations about it 
Is he content with the tag titles or is he unwilling to take another shot at the world title because he failed the first time and he's scared of letting people down? Rhodes says he's right about one thing. Fastlane was an incredible moment after bringing Jey Uso back. And man, he's just excited to be tag champion. Michael talks up the year he's had and asks the question again. But before Cody can answer, we get fucking Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, Sammy talked about the history of the tag titles and how they ended the Usos record-setting reign and says it gets complicated and messy because he has mixed emotions. He thinks the world of both of them and thinks they deserve the titles, but he can't help but feel like it should be the theme with the titles. And by the way, he came out to his wrong theme. I'm talking about Sami Zayn with his real <laughs> theme. How do they? I've never seen WWE fuck that up. But he anyway. even mentioned it. He was like, fuck the hell. Yeah, he's like, what the hell? <laughs> anyway, uh, Owens then comes right out and challenges them for the titles unless Jay is scared of losing the titles to them again. Cody steps up and accepts and says he'll do them one better and accept the match for tonight. And that's that. We got the main event for, for the night. And um, yeah, man, I mean, I'm, look, obviously we know the future. Kevin Owens ends up getting traded to SmackDown. I don't think it even matters at this point no. because everyone's jumping around on every show. Does it really matter if you're like Raw or SmackDown at this point? Look, no, but where does that leave Sammy then? And what's he going to do? I don't I don't even understand what – I don't even know if they know what they're doing really with that. Like, that, that was the only like, thing with the – yeah, that was the only part about SmackDown that really didn't make sense for me. I was like, well, what was that all about? Like, and why? Like, they didn't really explain. He was just, like, there to beat up Dom last, uh, for SmackDown. And so Sammy's going to be left doing, I don't know. And you're, you're right. Because the Bloodline skips around on whatever show they want anyway. The Judgment Day skips around on whatever show they want anyway. So they're still going to be fighting the same people. Like... Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, this they're on every show, dude. Just about, and uh, you're right about Sami Zayn, though. I, I'm concerned about him too. I mean, I feel like he should be over on SmackDown also. Well, and is, was yeah, that something part of his, that story? You know, was that something with his music? Is that going to be his music solo? I mean, I don't know. It's like, uh, no, no, no. That was a mistake because yeah, they're on, it's got on a hook night, so Why would they even have that queued they up? Fix, <laughs> look, I can see the the guy that plays the fucking music probably saw. Sami Zayn fucking theme, right? Didn't, yeah. But didn't see that it said fucking heel theme. <laughs> you know, he just fucked yeah. up, bro. That's all. Yeah. But um, Zayn Vicious says Tazawa stealing a check. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kill that. Hey, and our very own Israeli, uh, Aaron Ben Shlomo says, hello, everybody. Hello, Aaron, man. And how, you've, and how are you, dude? How is it over there? Man. I mean, I, I hope you're all right, too, dude. Right. I mean... How's things over there? Is it still bad? I mean, I've been looking into it, and apparently it's still kind of bad, but it seems like the IDF has made it into Gaza on foot. Is that true? Like, we've got ground troops down there? <laughs> it, either way, man, stay safe. That's all I'm right, going to say, yeah, bro, because please. that's crazy. Um, for sure, for sure. Labra says, uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, so Becky and Seth just share clothes. Yes, <laughs> that's what happens so... when you have a kid with Seth Rollins. See, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, next we see Alpha Academy are backstage getting Chad Gable ready to win a number one contenders match for the Intercontinental Championship by having 
Otis chop him in the chest over and over. What the, he's like, thank you, chop. Thank you, chop. Like, what the fuck, bro? It was a bad it's Tommy funny, Dreamer impression. Stupid. It was it's a so bad stupid, Tommy though. Dreamer impression, man. He's, he's, oh, God. Thank you. He's Can I Otis, have another? Isn't Otis from your neck of the woods, Chris? Yeah, yeah right around here. Him and Chiapa. Chiapa's from uh, the Oh, yes. No, that's no. true. No. All right. Yeah, I don't know oh. where Maxine Dupree fits into this group still, though. It's, she's like kind of a third wheel, not really doing anything, just being there. It, there was a storyline that they had when she first came in, and then she had matches for a little bit, and I guess her training's over, and she, they're like, these matches were no good. You're not going to have any more of these. I'm just going to stand there and look pretty for now on. <laughs> and Aaron, what do you mean with that, the Z? I mean, uh, does that, the does that mean... Without sleep, or hey, where you are actually, Aaron, was there any bombings or anything like that? Did Hamas get anywhere near you, or and I hope not. It was only along the yeah, well, obviously, he's still alive, so, that, so that's a good thing. I mean, I don't think he's really in the danger zone per se, except for the rockets, though. I mean, you know what I mean? The rockets obviously can cause trouble, but yeah, that's just crazy, man. That's insane. It's... And, and Breno, like Breno says, best wishes to all you since in uh, Israel and Palestine. Absolutely, dude. It's crazy, man. It's it's crazy. I don't know how you fix that shit, man. It's just, it runs too deep, bro. It's just, it is what it is. But we're not here to talk politics. I don't think people want us to talk politics. But I just thought I'd bring that up. Um, so depressing. Anyway, yeah. It's absolutely. almost as depressing, but not quite nearly as dramatic as that. No, I, I don't think we could even touch that with a, you know, the, the, it's it's crazy man and by the way go and check out the professor's uh show uh the progressing reflection and the spotlight with tommy wonder you will not be disappointed as a matter of fact i'm in the process of uploading your show right now prof but i have I to shrink it man it's and the reflections. those are some of my favorites man i've been binge listening to them it's like oh yes i remember Absolutely. i remember I remember this <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking funny, cunt, man. Um, oh, shit, it's finished. So now I can uh, upload it. But anyway, uh, when... Um, but Did I mention that Bronson Reed rolls up? During no, you didn't get the segment? Yet, no. Well, I did now because he rolls up and says Chad isn't getting anywhere near the title as long as he's around. And maybe he should tell his daughter not to watch tonight because it'll be another heartbreaking loss for her. <laughs> Daughter. Um, Reed then leaves and Gable asks Otis to hit him again and he's like a thank you again whatever that was just some yeah, yeah. I don't even want to say it. it felt like gay porn at this point but anyway uh, Ricochet makes his entrance but Shinsuke Nakamura attacks and hits a go to sleep on the stage he wants a Kinshasa to follow it up but referees and road agents rush down to break the fight up as we go to a break now did you notice Again, the punk reference. Yo, yes, I did. We're over to go to sleep, bro. I mean, come on. Yo, that's all. Yeah, that's that's another good match, actually, for Sleeping Punk and Nakamura. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be all right. Yeah, I mean, for planting these seeds, it's like, yeah, I guess I could see where they got, you know, a few stories that he could work with. It's just for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, that I do, I do think that Nakamura and Ricochet could have a good program, though. I do think they're a good matchup. 
Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've seen this already a million times, man. Yeah, that's true. Just, I mean, this is just lazy to me. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, it would be a good match, but I couldn't care less, and I'm sure Nakamura should win that feud. Right, I hope so. I hope he does. Oh, no, he will. He will, definitely. Yeah, it's ricochet, I mean. <laughs> come on. Anyway, next we got a three-way match for the number one contender to the WWE Intercontinental Championship. It is Bronson Reed versus Chad Cable versus Ricochet in a three-way, and dude, my boy Big Bronson Reed ends up getting the win by pinfall with a tsunami, as uh, Ban News Barrett would say, on Ricochet becoming the number one contender to the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Now, I think he's starting to get over, man. The people are starting to like get to like take to him now, man. I I like Bronson Reed. I, I always have, even back in NXT days. You know, I I think he's a solid burger. I think uh, literally, like he's a good yeah, solid, solid dude, man. Yeah, you know, in real life, dude, in person, he's massive. And it reminds me of like the King Kong Bundy's, the Bam Bams, and you need those invaders even. You need those type of guys in, in pro wrestling for it to be larger than life. He is larger than life. And I like He's watching him. He's got that King Kong Bundy uh, thing about him because he looks like Humpty Dumpty, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's like kind of like the one man gang, kind of in a way. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I, I like that. He's, he's kind of got African that grimace, dream. too. Where, yeah, he's got that like skull yeah. and just that face, and it works for him. I think it really works. He's he's a unique character, and that's what I pay. If I were to go live, that's what I'd pay to see. Most definitely. Plus, the tsunami, bro, is just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. He's you crashing I mean? down on you. <laughs> Fuck oh, that I love shit. That. He's, I like him. I think he's a good, solid worker, man. I think he's got some room for improvement. You know, I, he could maybe benefit from having somebody. I don't know why they don't use enough managers and rules where they're needed and have him actually manage in the match. You know, where if he's got a valet or something, you know, doing the sneaky tactics and helping him cheat, I think that would add a whole lot to his character and persona as a bad guy. But I could also see him being a good face. Because he's got that face where he could be that, you know, he could do the comedy. I could see him doing comedy, you know, because typically your typically your face roles, like the typical face roles in somebody like him, they're going to have him in a comedy role. Look at Otis. Perfect example. Yeah, but that's Otis. He's a fucking goof. Right. Let's be honest, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, even when they try to turn Otis heel, it just, you'd still see him as the same goof. You cannot... But with Bronson seeing him as a face, I don't know if it would be as viable or not, but I do see people being able to get into him because I could see him get... Like, when Bam Bam turned face back in the day, he was typically your heel, but when he turned face, it was viable because of the people he was facing, I guess. So if you got him in a good storyline and a reason for him to turn face, I could see it. But as a monster heel, I think he could benefit by having a valet or somebody as like a manager role type or even in a faction of sort, or even a tag team, maybe. What? Him and a guy like Nakamura would make a good tag team. Uh, nah. or, no, you don't think so? Just to counteract nah. the size differential, kind of nah. like you got with Otis. Come on, and bro. Nah. No. No way, man. Nah. I, for me, no way. But I think an advocate like a Paul Heyman would be good for him, though. Right. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Or somebody like a Slick. Slick Rick back. Oh, God. Know, back in the day. The out slick the stuff, bro. We, we yeah, got back man. to the 80s. Yep. 
even like a Harvey Wimpleman type of type oh, of guy. No, some no, some Weasley Harvey little. Wimpleman. You need somebody like Weasley little guy to like you know. Yeah, and then he's gonna go and smash people. Like, oh. We're not in the eighties, bro. Come on, <laughs> come on, bro. We can dream. We can dream, dude. <laughs> Harvey Wimpleman though. Come on, man. Slick would have been funny, but. Oh, man, can you imagine that? <laughs> the doctor of style, Slick. <laughs> I mean, Slick would put himself over more so than fucking Bronson, the yeah. managed, dude. Yeah, true. I mean, think about it, man. Come on. I, I think him and Gunther are going to match up well. I don't think... I think they had a match, if I'm not mistaken. Or I yeah, They might have. They might have. But I'll tell you why they're pushing Bronson Reed. It's pretty obvious, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, the Elimination Chamber is in Australia, bro. I'll, I'll bet you he's going to be in the Elimination Chamber. Don't be surprised. All I know is they're going to try to make him look strong, especially considering that, you know, they're going to want to showcase, you know, obviously some of Australia's wrestlers. And I think Bronson is going to be one of those guys that's going to be pretty much showcased. And Grayson Waller is probably the other one, as yeah. well as Mummy, obviously. If there's anybody to have a good showing with, it's going to be Gunther, that's for sure. I mean... Uh, we'll see. I, I can see him being in the Elimination Chamber match, though, as far as Bronson Reed goes. But I think it'll be a banger of a match. But don't be surprised if Gunther beats him pretty quick, though, man. Yeah. It'd be, I, I I'd like to that. see a stretch out and see what he can really do if he can go the distance. You know what I mean? That's the only way he's really ever going to make it to a higher level is if his matches are able to last a little longer if he's going to be a, like a, you know, low, you know, upper mid card lower you know if he wants you know contend for a major title they're gonna have to give him a good showing or let's see what he can really do besides just squash people we'll see we'll see what happens i mean i'm looking forward to it that's for sure they're, they're doing so with ivar so far so good on that level right but where does it lead that's the thing with right, ivar. I feel yeah. like there's no direction per se with him yet you know what i mean right he's just winning matches and looking good doing it don't get me wrong um but anyway uh, Zane Vicious says people should want him in Action Weekly just for the theme music. Yeah. yeah and also, cool. just to get familiar, he's got a badass theme for sure. Yeah. He also says, I advocated it for it during my live post and I got it. All he needs is a catalyst. And he also says that would be good for a Survivor Series team. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, Zane. I mean, Survivor Series is just around the corner. After it is. Um, but but anyway, after that though, we see Becky Lynch is interviewed backstage. Physically, she admits she's not a hundred percent. But if you're a fighting champion, you're never a hundred percent if you're doing it right. Suddenly, we see Zaya uh, Lee rolling up and asks when her turn is, and Lynch says she's not hard to find. Duh, Becky, she just found you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ding dong. Hello. God damn it. Oh man. At least Zaya Lee was on TV. Holy shit! You know she's been missing for a while. I don't I mean it felt like a Triple H book show. I mean, considering we had even Zaya Lee, you know, on the show out of nowhere. Yeah, it was that was a positive, at least for her. It's good to see her back. I don't think she's going to do much for Becky, but that's yet to be seen. We'll see. She, we'll see. They should happens. be able to tear it up pretty good. She's a good competitor if they let her wrestle. <laughs> sure, I agree, man. Uh, I agree 100%. Next was the funniest match to me, bro, because it was Drew McIntyre versus J.D. McDonough. <laughs> and, bro, I've never seen a back body drop executed. So, I mean, 
Bro. I mean, seriously. That was great. Who the fuck? I, man, I was I was feeling bad for fucking Big Head McDonough right now, man. Dude, Drew McIntyre launched him so fucking high, bro. I mean, he was that fucking high. I thought he was going to die, bro, falling down. Bro, he hit hard, man. Yeah. He threw yeah. him like... Dude, mean, <laughs> he got knocked around. You he have to like, see it, man. If, dude, if you get hit by a car or something, get full. Dude. Man. I'm telling you if, you, if anyone in the chat hasn't seen it yet, go and fucking find it because I'm telling you, Drew threw him to space and back. I'm, I mean, bro, this is just a beatdown. What do you think this guy did to get treated like this every bro. time he's on TV? I mean, but he's getting the TV time there, though, too. So it's like it's safe. And it's like, well, if you're punishing him for real, you wouldn't have this TV time. He's paying all his the dues, time. bro. That's what it is. You know, welcome right. to the fucking main roster. That's what it is, bro. I, I think, anyway. I don't know what's going to come of it, though. Is he going to get a fluke win out of nowhere and, like, steal it from somebody? I don't, I don't know how they could go with the story. Are they just going to keep smashing him every time he's on television? <laughs> it's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'll just go and check out that damn. Oh, man, just check it out. Believe yep. me, I, I'm not even giving it justice. No, but, um, <laughs> but anyway, Drew McIntyre ends. Up, yeah, McIntyre ends up winning via pinfall with the Claymore, and that's that. Um, we come back from the commercial though, and we see um, we see a little we see a recap of last week's Intercontinental Championship match between Gunther and Tomas Champa, and the DIY reunion reunion. Um, anyway, we also see a little sit-down interview with Wade Barrett conduct conducting the interview with Champa and Johnny Gargano last week. They talk about how this is seven years in the making and their history is like no other, but now they look to what's next and how far they can make they can take this thing. They continue talking about Imperium, and then suddenly we see Imperium attack and beat them down in the locker room. And they got a beating, bro. They got literally fucking stomped. It was, it was pretty good. I like that. This was an Imperium I like to see. I like to see that. Yeah. And as far as, yeah, as far as Gargano and Chopper go, I guess it's another tag team. I don't know why they're going to keep introducing more tag teams if they're not going to split the tag team title belts up. That's really still kind of bothering me a lot. And they're not explaining why they're still together and why they're carrying them both. Like, it's just... Well, I'll tell you why. Because this is the way... Like I was saying, man, they needed a, an inroads, no pun intended, for Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso to continue the story. Uh, and obviously, Jay Uso is also part of that story with the bloodline. That's all it is, dude. So that's why they're not separating it just yet. They need... So those important. titles so guys can jump over to SmackDown whenever they choose. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. It's always like, well, what are Tommaso Ciampa and Gargano going to be fighting for then, really? if The tag belts, but they won't I win them. Yeah. guess. <laughs> well, I hope they I do mean, if, they split, if they split the damn things up. You know, I would totally I'm see them. Or just combine them all together and just let them keep on some from show to show to show, you know, whatever. Then there's no such thing as a fucking, as, you know, a brand split if you do that. Right. Right. You, you know what I mean? You can't you know, exactly do that just yet, right? Can you? Yeah. Even they don't care about it, really. No, they don't. I, yeah, I don't know. Where's, 
Where's Dexter Loomis been? I was hoping he'd come back for that, but now it was Dexter the Loomis, dude. Come on, you, man. I mean, dude, huh? There's this show called T- Tacoma FD. It's yeah. from the guys that did uh, Super Troopers and shit. And he's oh, on. He does a cameo on that. It's fucking hilarious. It's one of the best. He's, but, but he's fucking thing, cool as hell on that one. But like, as far as his character goes, I don't think he fits anymore. But why keep him on the well, roster? Because they made him into a joke, dude. You can't have comedy with him, bro. But why keep him can't. on the roster if they can't do any? If they're not gonna, you know, do anything? He's gonna get future endeavored, man. He's yep. gonna be on the future endeavor list very soon, unless they do something quick. Right. And the thing that lets him down, dude. He's got a character that's supposed to be like a big bad dude. You know what I mean? He looks, you know, disturbing. If you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's kind of big, but he's not really big. If you know what I mean? Like. Right. And he and he comes across as a dork, especially after yeah, all yeah. the Indy Hartwell shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fucked his whole character up, bro. It did. It really did. We'll see. So what we'll do you see. do with him? He's, nah, he's I don't know. Goods now, man. I think so. Yeah, if he yeah. came back all normal, nobody's gonna buy it. You know, they'd be like, "Oh, what happened?" Then, yeah. And you're right; I he's not that big about him anymore. Right? Yeah. Just, like, don't be managed to make me not give a shit. He can go back to him. Yeah, he can go back to Impact. <laughs> he's a good. They, fit they, they used him better there, though, dude, with his character. Yeah, yeah, they'd have a they'd have a spot for him. <laughs> like Zane Bishop says, Sam Shaw will be fine. He just needs me advocating for him. <laughs> Zane, you're a star, bro. <laughs> Straight up. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, next we see a Tegan Knox via package. Uh, and then we see Tegan is interviewed backstage. And she says, this isn't just a title match. It, it's also to show the world what she's made of. Then we see Natalia and her two big... Rolling <sighs> <sighs> up. To wish her good luck um, as Knox makes her entrance and we get to the break. Um, but as we come back from the break, we see Ricochet is walking backstage looking for Shinsuke, calling him a coward. Like, seriously, you're going to call him a coward after he kicked your fucking butt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that was after he was calling him a coward again. Like, I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, he's just a little bitch, man. Shut nope. up, Ricochet. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Keep ricocheting. Um, anyway, next we see, though, Adam Pierce rolling up. He says that he had Nakamura escorted out of the building, and next week they're going to have a Falls Count Anywhere match. As Ricochet is pleased and leaves, apparently. Cool. Yeah, well, when are they going to jump off of? the fuck out. I'm sure they'll have a cool spot or something planned for it. It's Ricochet. I, I just hope Nakamura comes out with those nunchucks and... Oh, the nunchucks are great. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> right on his head, bro. It's a great <laughs> in for him to use them again. <laughs> Maybe Prince Puma can come back. I mean, who knows? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, um, but that's that. I guess that match will be something else this coming Monday. Uh, but next, we get an NXT Women's Championship match between Becky Lynch and Tegan Knox. Um, it was a good match. I mean, it was what it was. I think it went a l- way too long. Way but too long. Thing, but the thing I hate about these type of matchups, dude, does Tegan really need to be this sort of close to Becky? It makes Becky look bad, in my opinion. But... Yeah, it it does. And I don't know what the deal was. Tegan's been on every show for the last, like, two weeks. 
So it was like she's just kind of creeping her way into the title shot out of nowhere. Like, okay, cool. No real good storyline with her. I don't really care for her so much either as a competitor. She's like cut and copy Avatar from any any wrestling game, you know. It's like, eh, eh she's yeah, okay. Man. There's nothing to her. She's generic, bro. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like there's really nothing that stands out. Like, at least even moveset-wise, body-wise, look-wise, just none persona. None of it comes off like, oh, this is somebody I'm going to get behind. Or even, like, oh, care about be able to wanna... Maybe you do want to get behind, though. Nah. <laughs> she's really not. Come on, it nah, man, she's not that good. She's not that yeah. good. Really. You're right. Yeah. No, and like, and there again, it's like, no, Becky's been on every show too all the time, like flopping here and there. I don't really know where they're going to go to with that. And it's like, well, she's got a title. Rollins has a title still. It's like, yeah, I'm kind of over, over a couple they're things. They're both fighting champions, dude. Come on. Yeah, great. Um, the Rollins. You know, I, <laughs> you know I, I guess, I guess, it's like, that's. Uh, that's just where I'm confused where they Becky, go with, with Becky and Seth Rollins. Well, it's like, where are they going with who's going to take it from Becky, though? They're not really building anybody big aside from Tiffany Stratton. And I see she's an NXT champion. It'll be Stratton. It's got to be Tiffy Top. 100%. Got to be. This is all to build Tiffany Stratton and also for, you know, Becky Lynch to win that elusive NXT Women's Championship. But I think she's going to lose it very soon. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you put Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox in a lineup, I wouldn't be able to pick them all. You know what I mean? It's like pretty much cut, copy, paste. Uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, they've got different body builds, obviously, but uh, I and, couldn't care less about either one of them anyway. But No, there's just no person. That, like, compared to, like you were mentioning with the stacked roster, you had Shayna Baszler, Rhea Ripley, Nia Jax. You know, even, you know, uh, Raquel Rodriguez and her back and shit. It was like, yeah, you know. Oh, fuck her, compared, bro. Yeah, but even Tegan doesn't stand out. All those girls stand out. They all have something that makes them stand out in a crowd. Tegan just blends right in. No, you're right. I, I agree. She's just every cheek off the street, really. Yeah, bro. like I said, her moveset isn't anything spectacular to be like, oh, did you see that match? In fact, this was like pretty much my cigarette bathroom break match. It usually is on a Monday night. It's like, yeah, this is the one where I'll, if I recorded this, would have been the one I fast forward because I already know what's going to happen. Unless somebody jumps Ooh. in at the end and makes it a schmoz finish. It's like, oh, well, you know, Becky's going to win. Well, to be fair, it was a decent match. And Becky does end up winning via submission with the disarm her, retaining her NXT Women's Championship. Yeah, they, they gave Tegan a good show. And I mean, she was better than some of the last matches Becky had had recently. For sure. So I'll give her that. Well, post-match, Becky shakes Tegan's hand, and then we see Candice Lorraine and Indy Hartwell are backstage chatting with Adam Pearce about DIY's medical status. I'm lucky you don't know. That's your husband, girl. We all know it, too, but she has no idea how he's doing because she can't get anyway, back to that side of the building, I guess, or anything. Well, and an indie yeah, biscuit, wait. like shit. Why is she still got it? Like, wasn't like she just? Biscuit? Yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> wasn't she just back in NXT? No, she's back on Raw. So they, that's like, like you said, what plant brand split? Why did they have they're the draft, bro? They're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they don't know what they're doing with that draft or any of it. Well, anyway, Lorraine and Indy Hartwell, um, you know, ask about the medical status. As apparently, uh, what's it called Pierce says Gargano is a little banged up. But Tommaso Ciampa's 
more touch-and-go situation. Then we see Rhea Ripley rolling up and demands Pierce help her get her division in order and make an example of Shayna Baszler in the match next week. She leaves before he can answer and we go to a break. Um, as we come back from commercial though, we see Natalia comes over to Tegan to tell her what a great job you did and not to beat herself up. And then we see uh, KK in Casey and Caden rolling up and join Natty when Chelsea Green and Piper Niven appear to talk trash. Green tells uh, Natty never to interfere again or else, but when pressed on, on what or else could mean, Piper has to step up and say she'll have to deal with her. Uh, Night Heart then rises to the challenge and Niven says she'll see her next week. Yeah. More women, more drama. Uh, I'll be sure to save my bath and break for that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care about these tag team titles anymore. I don't think anybody did. As soon as they tried to make us care about them again, it was like uh, just kind of fizzled away. And Niven and Chelsea have barely ever defended them per se. And like, I don't know where they're going with any of it. And I don't really care about the um, Casey and Carter coming in. They're tiny as fuck too like what are they really gonna compared to a lot of these other women it's like you got they should have like just weight classes at, at that rate it's, it's just no comparison why not yeah there's no comparison they're two little bitches bro yeah i mean they're fucking tiny but anyway the two of them the together chat. barely make up piper niven i mean jesus <laughs> please nah they don't even make piper niven what are you talking about right? uh breno says uh laura Val valkaria or Val Valkyria, however you pronounce her name, is it Valkyria or Valkyria? Valkyria. It's a Valkyria, whatever the fucking name is. She is nice, and she's Irish too. I yeah, believe, right. I, I mean, I, I think in comparison, she had a better match with Becky than Tegan Ice did. That was a good match on NXT, but we'll get to that shortly. Um, Zane says Tegan Knox is a time killer. I'm pushing Lara, and guess what's happening on NXT? He also <laughs> says I know the difference between Tegan Knox and Dakota Clay. True, me too. Um, one's a butch, one isn't. If you get my drift, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, we come back from commercial as we see Jay Uso is warming up backstage when Drew McIntyre then rolls up. He says, When Uso shows his true colors, he'll be ready to drop his ass. And Jay says he's got five minutes for him right now. Sami Zayn then appears like a stalker to you know mediate, and Drew backs down. Uso says he appreciates him always having his back, but tonight it's go time. He also says, what the fuck were you doing? Where were you? Were you just there stalking me, basically? Sammy <laughs> then says he doesn't have to tell him twice. And Kevin Owens and Sammy Zane make their entrance with his actual entrance this time, his babyface entrance. They didn't fuck it up this time. And uh, But after we come back from commercial, though, we get an elegant vignette of Ludwig Kaiser, which I kind of laughed at. I'm not going to lie. This was awesome. I like this a lot. This was out of nowhere. I'm like, why did he get the vignette? Not <laughs> and what does this mean? I mean, I, now they're going to split. You know, I, I think this means what I was, what I'm hoping for. And like, like I said before, I'll say it again. I think that he's going to be the one to take it off of Guther somehow. No whoever beats Scooter, whoever beats Scooter no. is going to be a transitional champion, and that's who Chad Gable ends up beating. Mark my words, I said it here. I said it here. That's what it's going to play out to be. 
That's Why what I think is going to happen. Gunther, bro. No, no. Christ. Otherwise, no what are they doing? in hell, bro. Why, why would they have a big nerf for him? Why, what are they going at? Like you said, are they going to break him up? I don't know. That, they doesn't, mean, that doesn't mean he's going to be Gunther for the freaking champ. Come on, bro. <sighs> Whoever beats really him is going to be a transitional champion. You would think that Gunther is going to make somebody out of losing the title. A... I don't see that happening. I think the person that beats him is going to have it for a minute, and they're going to drop it to the next guy. Why would he be? Why would they be a transitional champion then? Because whoever beats Kuth is either going to be somebody that they're building to make a star, but they're not going to have nearly the run that Gunther had. No so one's going to have nearly him. the run that Gunther has. So, no, like, no. say if it was Chad Gable, he'd hold it for like a you know a couple of weeks, maybe a month, and then but the no next paper Gunther, bro. <laughs> No What's one that? is Gunther. No, no one, one is Gunther. Gunther. You can't compare that run now. You so can't. whoever beats him is going to be a fluke, and that person is going to be a transitional champion. That's what I'm trying to say. Nah. You don't you don't have someone that beat Gunther as a transitional champion. You don't do that. Because what was the point of beating Gunther? What does that mean? Well, Nothing. Well, not if the next person's not gonna carry it for just about as long. I mean, if they're not gonna have a solid run. No one's gonna guy, carry it. No one's carrying I mean. it as long that's why for a, a long time, bro. That's why it would be a transitional. It'd be the same situation on the Roman side, I'm thinking. Whoever beats Roman's oh, yeah. not gonna hold not whoever beats Roland's not not going to hold it long. They're yeah, going to be no, a transitional no, champion. No, I think they'll hold it long. Like if Cody wins it, just say I'm pretty sure Cody would hold it. You know, for a long time. Zayn thinks it's going to be Jay Uso. I'm not sure I'm, yet, man. I'm see now and with like, if it's losing, Jay, then that's going to be transitional possibly. But I just don't see that yet. Yeah, bro. I guess we can cover some of those thoughts on the end of this match too, which kind of has something to do with that, and then the SmackDown, which has something to do with that, and that involves the people in the match at the end of the night. So, well, yeah, I think, and it is I think all that kind of leads into the story somehow. It's got to, you would hope, or well, think. Like I said, the reason why Jay and and Cody are your undisputed tag team champions. And I said this. I called it, man. I was the only one that said Cody and Jay were going to win. Yep. And I said why they were going to win. Because they need to finish the story over on SmackDown. And that's exactly what happened. And that's why they're the tag champs, man. It's as simple as True. that. And as, and as we get to that, actually, it is our main event. It is Cody and Jay, your undisputed tag champs versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And look, I've seen this match a million times in some ways, it feels like even though we've got a different type of team in Cody and Jay. But nevertheless, Cody and Jay win by pinfall with a flapjack. Cody cut a combination, which I'm starting to like, on Kevin Owens retaining the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships. And you know what, man? Cody and Jay, man, they work so good as a team, surprisingly. They do, and the combo at the end showed it, too. There was like they've been working on some of these movesets and... They're both second generation, third generation wrestler, or you know, in third, third in Jay's case, I think, and uh, they kind of grew yeah. up around the same ish. I think Cody's got them on a few years, but I don't think they're too far apart, and their families yeah. are tight. You know, so yeah, they kind of grew definitely. up in that. You know, I'm sure That's somebody showed up. I'm sure you know X, Y, or Z showed up for each other's wedding, so they got chemistry there automatically. And like I said, you could tell that they were partying the night they won them championships. <laughs> that was I a bonding moment. <laughs> I mean, look, it's one of those things. I don't think they even expected these two to be as slick as they are, man. Well, right, and, right. And there again, it's like it's it's another level to Jay's onion. 
You know, he's got yeah. peels and layers, and it's showing it through, and it's showing his character is coming all through. Being able to work with that, you know, it's not he's not just writing Roman's curtails. It wasn't just the bloodline that was making the main event. Jay, he's proving that he's he's his, he's his own man. You know, no, for sure, bro. Absolutely, I agree, man, one hundred percent. That'll be look. It's interesting, no, no less, man. But uh, look, we'll see what happens. Um. Zane says Gunther losing would be a big moment. Exactly, man. That's why they can't be a transitional champ. And uh, and when you say transitional, you're you're saying like they're gonna lose the belt fast, right? Yeah, yeah. So like if Chad Gable were to do it, it'd be a big win for Chad Gable, but he's gonna but hold then, it, and drop it for, in like a month. But you don't build someone a big Gunther for that person to just lose the belt straight away because in that beating but, Gunther meant nothing after. But that. that's at the point where Gunther's ready to move on to bigger, better things, Seth Rollins. I no no I, I understand that but again you don't build someone to be Gunther to be a transitional champ sure but that's why you don't build the person that's why I think it might be this uh Ludwig Kaiser guy Oops. no Oops. Uh -huh. all right no we'll see way. we'll see no way We'll, we'll see, see but I, I called it. That makes I'm, no I'm sense calling for that to happen. That's my pick. Oh, if I were we'll to see. pick out anybody on the roster uh, and, right now. And how, and how long, when do you think this will actually happen, Keith? You uh, can't say a year from now. No, my latest would be WrestleMania. So, so he's got to have, unless, unless Gunther's in a match with Rollins at WrestleMania or something like that. So it, nah, I think if 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 the punk thing is all if the punk thing is happening, right? It'll yeah, be definitely Rollins and Punk at WrestleMania. Yeah, I think. then I think that oh, would have to drop it. Too. If 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 the punk, you know, thing is happening, if and that's a big if still. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a real tough one with them. I I'm leaning on like I'm saying, like whoever beats him isn't going to hold the belt for much more than a month or so. And then but no one's he, gonna do a Gunther run. That's the thing. No, no, no not at all. Not at all. Right. And I, I think they, if they were to build up somebody to be the next superstar, to be the like workhorse or whatever, they would have to hold it for a while. But then it's like, well, then where does Gunther go from there? The reason why I have Gunther relinquish the, the belt. Yeah, that that hasn't been done in a long time. Where he's like, now I need. That's to an interesting one, actually. What Zane says. Now, if they brought in Bronze, uh, Bronze Steiner on a yeah. challenge, I could see that. I could see That's that. That would be a surprise too, you know, for him to come in and run in and beat him in like two or three seconds or something. So it'd have to be like a spear and over. Like nah. I don't know. I don't know how it work. I don't know how it'd work out. He'd have to have a match already before that, you know. Somehow, some way. I don't know how it works. Very far ahead. We're thinking very far ahead. But Zane says, "I have to see through WrestleMania." We'll, we'll see, Zane. That's interesting what you have to say, but I like that with Bron Breaker, you know, coming up to the main roster and whatnot. But we'll see. I like we'll that. See. Too. I mean, we're thinking too far ahead for now. We'll just, time will tell. Um, yeah, like I said, we'll yeah. see what happens there. I don't know what they're getting at with breaking Sammy and Kevin off. That's another thing I was playing. I wonder how uh, Sammy's going to weasel his way back into the Bloodline storyline to stay relevant. Or what well, else is he going to do? What's he gonna do? And now he's locked all alone, and it's like Jay and Cody are off running, skipping with their belts all around, and then his best friends on the other show, and he's dealing with Roman while he's stuck on Raw. Like, I don't see. I, does he? Is he gonna slip into some weird depression now or some weird shit? And they're gonna play into that? I don't know. Nah, relax, bro. <laughs> 
I think you're thinking way too far ahead now. Um, let's not even go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, he'll be fine, dude. It's it's Sammy Dane. He'll be fine, bro. Yeah. I don't know where they Jeez. go with him for now. I'm, I'm sure he'll be challenging for Intercontinental Championships and whatnot. We'll see. Let's just we'll see what happens on Monday night, first of all, before we jump to any conclusions. But um, it's interesting. We'll see. Right. Um, but you know what? Um, if you had to give this Raw a score, actually, Chris, what would you give it between an A and uh f i think i'm gonna give it a solid c a cool c just because it was a cool show i wasn't expecting a whole lot and it flowed like a typical rock uh, all the matches i think pretty, uh, i think the, the b man b minus actually I, i'm pretty picky it when it comes to my scorings on so, a lot of these you know I, I love my wwe don't get me wrong but i'm not a show for them so it's like you know, they got to really, they got to really pull something out of their ass to really impress me. Like, I guess if I had to say compared to SmackDown, yeah, it's definitely a C. Raw usually doesn't, it's rare when Raw break that grade for me. It's usually a D on my books. It's one of those shows where I usually just, it's not a background noise. If something stands out, then I'll pay attention. But usually it's kind of like the, in between, you know, and lately, like those shows after the pay per views haven't been delivering the way that they used to, so I'm not expecting anything out of it. But there again, I don't. I feel like they've improved big time, man. The last yeah. couple of weeks they have anyway. I, I don't necessarily um, ex- ha- have any expectations going into any Monday Night Raw, so from the beginning, I'm already kind of like, uh, it's a drag. Why? That's why I'm pleasantly surprised when they're half decent. But uh, Zane says, and this is actually a good vision, my man, as a matter of fact. He says, I have a vision that Jay Uso as Intercontinental Champion versus Jimmy Uso as US Champion. WrestleMania is the end game with these two, Zane, yeah. 100%. Yo. Them two are facing each other at Mania. Because that's what they want, actually. They've come out and said their dream matchup is them facing each other at Mania. I like that idea. I mean, that's cool, but then do you have it as Champion versus Champion? And if so... That means you have to unify. Like they unify, and then you're in the same. I, in a sense, as I think the, the tag belt. The titles kind of detract from the story, in a sense, but it would add yeah, that. You don't need the top. It would no, add, but you don't need them to be on the line. Right. Same with if you were to have Roman and The Rock go at it. It wouldn't have to be about the titles. It was about the head of the table, per se. Right. You know, no, but I, I guess. Agree. But we don't even know what you know what's going on with the rock 100 percent but zane also says i said that steen and generico foolishness wasn't getting over anywhere and they pulled it it's true i um, mean would that were they, were they really that over I mean, now that he now that he mentions that i wonder if they're gonna freaking bring it out bring out el generico as a way for nah, sammy to do something different never, that's what they're nah. gonna do with them to do something else <laughs> that would suck no nah, they'll never they'll never bring back the generico fucking It'll never happen in WWE, man. No, it's not. I mean, you think about it. Sami Zayn wrestled without a mask for the first time and spoke more more than ever when he went to WWE. I mean, if I could see him doing it where they play it off, where, like he, he, they, like we're not supposed to know it's Sami Zayn. That's W. That's typical WWE. Like it is Ezekiel. <laughs> you know. Well, we'll see, man. We'll see. Mr. America. <laughs> Remember that. What you gonna do, brother? <laughs> so I can that see him pulling. Some, that's a Vince McMahon thing, though. If they did something like that, where it's like you don't, it's me. It's all generic. Or it's not Sami Zayn. Who's that? He's on the show. You know. That's funny, man. 
So you give it a C plus, I give it a minus B. And uh, yeah, that's the raw fucking uh, review portion of the PWC. But next, actually, Chris. champion going to launch it oh my goodness both men hitting hard as kofi launched himself over the top rope you see the viking shields surrounding the ring what, what do the vikings call their shields you you think i speak oh. nordic cold ivar top rope kingston now on the apron glancing down using the beard of ivar It's all perfect. Oh my God, wait, look at this. Oh! 
Viking site. What you may want to run. Woods doesn't know what to do. Oh, and he ducks underneath the bat. Holler goes flying into the timekeeper's area. Oh, 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 oh. Pancaking. Xavier Woods with a cross body into the barricade. Kingston back to his feet. I've no idea how Ivar got onto his feet after that landing through the table. He's right for the pickings now, though. It's all Kingston. And Kobe Kingston back in the ring. And now Ivar with Kingston down and out. Ivar climbing up toward the top rope. When you're this big and this agile, gravity is a dangerous weapon. 300 pounds! And what about the Samoan drop that Nia Jax delivered to Raquel Rodriguez? Kept her out of action a number of weeks with whiplash. Now, oh, shoulder first into the post goes Raquel. Raquel Rodriguez, clothesline. Nia still on her feet. Second clothesline, Nia still up as well. Misses wildly. Raquel now full momentum. Drives Nia back into the road. Big move drops Nia Jax. Well, it took four attempts where it usually takes one for Raquel Rodriguez, but now she's got the momentum. Oh, and now the power of Raquel Rodriguez and just couldn't quite get Nia Jax up. And then Nia Jax bulldozes through Raquel. Nia Jax from the second rope. Raquel Rodriguez, however, back to her feet. Nia's in trouble. Nia trying to hang on. Raquel's got her up. No way. Oh, and that took everything out of Raquel Rodriguez. Both women are down. The women's world champion, Rhea Ripley, dumping Raquel, and now going after Nia Jax. Payback on the mind of the Eradicator. Oh. And the kick drops Nia. Rhea out to re-stamp her authority. And now Raquel, yeah. who's sick and tired of having her matches interrupted, Spades, Shayna Baszler, the woman who 
set, Ronda Rousey packing from WWE. Now in to get... So Cody, I'm not here to take shots. I'm not here to do any of that. I came out here face to face to congratulate you on winning this, sincerely. And Jay, man, you and I have been through a lot. I know everything you've been through. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I am happy for you that you have won those tag team championships. I know I am happy for both of you and I really want you to know that I mean that. But, <laughs> this, is, this is the part where it gets a little complicated, a little messy, because I have to admit there's some mixed emotions here. While I do think you guys deserve those, while I think the world of both of you, I see the two of you look standing there holding those titles, and I can't help but feel like it should be us holding those titles. Like I said, man, mixed emotions here. Um, I don't have mixed emotions. I am not happy at all to see you guys with those tag titles. I don't care how hard you work to do it. I want those titles back. And you know what I'd love to do? I would love to look at you both in the eyes right now and challenge you to a tag team title match right here tonight. Uh, here's the problem. I know that if I do, you guys won't accept, because Jey Uso can't handle the thought of losing those titles to us twice. Hold up, hold up, hold up, full stop. We're all friends here, at least I think we are. Kevin, I think you're wrong here, because we do accept. We don't need to wait. We can do it tonight on Monday Night Raw. On well, our talking. Oh, please get it confirmed, Adam Pierce. Do not screw this one up. It's going to take something very special tonight to win this one. Yeah, great strategy here. Try to take out the big man, but Bronson Reed's going to have none of it. Triple threat rules. First man to gain pinfall or submission wins the matchup and earns an opportunity at the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time, Gunther, next week. 
here on the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. A glimpse of the ridiculous athletic ability of Chad Gable. I don't know who he can't suplex in this game, but they don't come much bigger than Bronson Reed. Going for the vertical suplex, and Ricochet caught him with a kick to the midsection. And now the exhilarating Ricochet looking to turn on the Jets with the double team again from Ricochet and Gable. Really smart, especially from Ricochet, who's certainly still trying to shake off the cobwebs from that attack from Shinsuke Nakamura. Any leeway you can get against Bronson Reed, you need to take it. Reed, just a, a powerhouse of a man, well over 300 pounds. Just, oh, launching both Gable and Ricochet out of the ring. Bronson Reed on a real hot streak at the moment. And the big man, Bronson Reed, back in the ring. Ricochet with a kick to the face. Chad Gable! German suplex! You gotta be kidding me! And Maxine's loving it. That's my coach, she says, as Ricochet launches himself over the top rope to take out Bronson Reed. Oh. Motley double team in the big Aussie. It's been highly effective. Uh-oh. Gable able to roll through. Now he looks for the ankle lock on Ricochet. Remember, a tap out will advance Gable here to an Intercontinental Championship opportunity. He's been dying to get another chance at Gunther. Will this be his chance? And the wrong, no road breaks. It's a triple threat matchup. Ricochet desperately crawling his way over there to get whatever leverage he can. We have a drag back to the center of the ring. Ricochet, though, able to reverse. Oh, and it caught him with a running knee. Bullseye pinpoint accuracy. Put this one to bed, Ricochet. Now Ricochet gonna head up to the top rope. Chad Gable's gonna meet him there. High above the ring, dangerous situation. Ricochet lands on his feet but hurt his knee. Ricochet made a blown out his knee when he came off the top rope. Gable into chaos theory for the win. Bronson Reed though, breaks things up. Dumping Ricochet on Gable. Look out, running senton. Oh, this is just picturesque destruction. Wait for it, Cole. Tsunami! Take a good look, Gunther. That's your future next Monday night. And sometimes this wall can grind you down. Zeki now, shoulders down. Especially when you're in there with someone with the capability of Becky Lynch. Here now, off the backslide. And Becky Lynch looks to take control. For the victory, kick out at two. And Becky Lynch wasted little time, went for the exploder, and Tegan Knox able to counter. Becky Lynch caught in the corner, and now you're gonna see, does Tegan Knox have that killer instinct? Do what she has to do to put the champion away. Cover to win the title. Becky at two. Knox giving everything she's got in and the now look at this match of her career. And now looking for Becky's move to disarm her. Tegan Knox putting, putting Becky Lynch's own move, submission move on the champion. On that already injured arm. And now shoulder down forces the break. Becky Lynch fighting for her life at this point. Went for the manhandle slam. Knox drives her into the corner. Back elbow by Becky. Out to the apron. Catches Knox oh. with a couple of kicks. Right to the temple, that last one. And now Becky Lynch 
Top rope. Missile drop kick, now goes Knox. Becky, cover to retain the championship. Tegan takes it too. Becky, though, might have Tegan right where she wants her. Tegan, though. Oh, look at this. Great move by Knox. A fallaway slam into a cover, and Becky kicked it too. Yeah, very, very few superstars able to pull off a technique like that. Nice bridge. Becky Lynch is just too good. Yeah, but Becky Lynch is hurting. Tegan has her opportunity. Tegan's got to move fast, though. That's the problem with Becky Lynch. She doesn't stay down long, no matter how much she's hurting. It's a high-risk opportunity now for the number one contender for the NXT Women's title. Tegan from the second row. Becky ducks underneath. Becky Lynch now. Tegan from behind. Pinning combination yet again. Becky kicks out, and now Becky. Looking for the disarmor. Once again, blocked. Shoulders are down, Becky again, now has it locked in, now the Dishonor's locked in, on Tegan Ox, who taps out! Here is your winner by submission, and still, the NXT Women's Champion, Becky Lynch! Now Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Finally getting the rematch that they never had. Now on an even playing field. And oh! Jay Uso with that kick to Kevin Owens creates some space, trying to make it to the corner to tag in the American Nightmare. Well, perhaps looking for that frog splash, but, but denied by the resiliency of Jay Uso. Something KO knows all about after their many battles over the years. Jey Uso, second rope, hammering away on Kevin Owens. Kevin with a shot to the ribs. And now Kevin from the top rope. Swan time to win the titles. Hover, hook of the leg, get a kick out by main event Jey Uso. You notice how Kevin Owens did not allow Jey Uso a prep. Right back on the fight. Back up, Jey Uso. Here's another kick, drops Kevin Owens. Uso down to one knee. Critical moment here. Tag to Cody, tag to Sammy. Here we go. And Cody Rhodes on fire. Just a step ahead of Sammy Zayn there. Sammy into the corner, Cody up over the top. A nice power slam by Rhodes. And Cody, look at the Cody Cutter. Cover on Zane, hook of the leg, for the win, Sammy kicked it too! Kind of offense that has taken Cody Rhodes to the absolute pinnacle of this industry. Yeah, the freshest guy has to be KO, that's who you're backing now. And with Kevin Owens, Jey Uso's in trouble, KO with the top rope, KO looks for a swat, oh. Jey got the knees up! Suck it in, KO! Another super kick! Sami Zayn runs into one! Crossroads by Cody! Double super kick! Like a well-oiled machine, it's like they've been tagging for years, Cole! There it is, the Cody! One knee! Cody cover! Cover by Jey Uso! They're 
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.